0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode three of the Overachiever Podcast. I'm really thankful you guys tuned in today. Please share this episode on all your platforms. I'm really blessed to have a great episode and a great conversation with my teammate, Cooper Fowler. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. Here we go. All right, guys. Welcome to the conversation with my teammate and also one of my best friends, Cooper Fowler. Um, Cooper, just go ahead and introduce yourself, and I'll kind of reintroduce you because I know you're going to be humble here after you.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm Cooper Fowler. Um, I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, I've been at L.R. five years. Graduated the last spring into my grad uh, grad courses this fall. Um, yeah, love at L.R., good people. Um, I've met some of my best friends here. Um, yeah, it's just a good place, good place for me to be.
0: Hit me with some Cooper Fowler statistics over his years at L.R
1: um let's see career high points 22 points
0: 10 rebounds uh, against Wingate freshman year I was I looked that up earlier
1: yeah Um. I'm a three-point shooter so most made threes in a game is six threes Um. I mean that's really all I can think about
0: ESPN number one play Coop had an ESPN number one play who was it over was it over LeBron LeBron was two and you were one. Uh, it was over
1: Luca. Luca, okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, three-time All-Region high school, three-time All-State, and if you have a good year this year, you will finish at LR top ten in double doubles. Did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> I got you. you. Got you with your own stats. All right, we'll just jump right into it. I kind of want to hit you with some of your some early questions. My first question for you: um, Just put me in your head as. You're getting inspired every day. What inspires you every day to keep pushing? Obviously, college basketball player. It's, it's not fun here every day, but we push through it. Uh, obviously, you love the game. You work every every single day. So, some of your biggest inspirations. Why do you do what you, do what you do?
1: Um, I think there's a couple things that push me. Um, like you said, being a college athlete is tough. You gotta. You really gotta work at it. You gotta love it. Um, and if you're a college athlete and you say you love it every single day, you're lying. Um, but the one thing that kind of pushes me a little bit is knowing that you know not everybody gets to do this. Not everybody is blessed to be able to play college basketball, any college sport. Um, I think it's I think it's less than two percent of the population who plays sports get to play at the college level. Um, So it's a really special thing to be able to play. Um, and obviously you know, um, my mom is a big inspiration to me. Um, losing her is, was a very difficult thing, but it's also taught me to kind of, um, take everything I have and don't take it for granted. Make sure you're working hard. and just kind of work at everything you got. Don't don't take a second chance, second guess anything. Mm-hmm. Just kind of go for it. And if it doesn't go your way, then that's that's that. But you can't say that you didn't try. Um, so just being able to work every single day and uh, kind of having that extra extra spirit, extra person kind of pushing you really helps a lot.
0: That's respect to that. And I would. Attest to that every day. Obviously, you're working. You're six ten, six nine, six ten, six eleven. Some people say that's a lot of miles on your body. I think it's really people don't understand how hard it is to be that size and keep going every single day, practice every single day. Obviously, you've been here for five years. I've been here your fourth and fifth year, but you really don't miss practices. You don't miss conditioning, um, and I just I respect you in that. I know I probably told you that before, but I really respect you in that matter. That. You're trying to put yourself out there and be the best for the team. You bring your best every day. And also, you bring it with your voice, um, which is something we love having this year and we, we need this year. You bring it with your voice every single day, which is something I appreciate. On to the next one. Um, been here for five years. What kind of, what brought you here in the first place and what kept you here? Obviously, six nine six ten. With the transfer portal these days, you probably had some opportunities other places. Obviously, you were an all-freshman team. Just talk to me about what's kept you here and kind of the people that have impacted you over your time here at LR.
1: Um, so really what got me here was, it was really between here and a couple prep schools, um, Hargit Military Academy Great school. and uh, Fork Union. Both I was really considering just to take that prep year and see if that would up my game at all, see if that would help me get to a higher level or whatever. Um, but really what got me here was uh, Coach Sully came and had a in-home visit with me, and it went really well. He kept it very transparent, which I think he, he does a pretty good job at. Um, but it seemed like it was bigger than basketball to him, and I think that was very important to my family. Um, so having that conversation with him, uh, the classes here are very small. Mm-hmm. I knew that if I was in a smaller class setting, I would do better. Because um, I tell this this to everybody, I didn't want to be at a huge school and have a class of 250 people and be a number. Um, I really wanted to be able to like have a relationship with my professors, um, be able to reach out to them whenever. Uh, so yeah, that kind of got me here. Basketball-wise, I knew that it would probably be a good fit for me, just the way that they played um, at the time. They had a center who was like first, second team, all conference the year before I got there. So I was anticipating playing behind him a little bit, get mm-hmm. some experience, and then some stuff got mixed up with that, so. Um,
0: Start of games your freshman year, which is big time.
1: Yeah, now. My first, my first start, <laughs> my first start was not pretty. My first start was at Lincoln Memorial and they were like number two in the country. And I went like over 9 from the field with zero points and like zero rebounds, so it was not fun. But um, yeah, being able to get that experience was good. And uh, be able to play my freshman year was huge.
0: What was your favorite moment from, sorry interrupt What was your favorite moment from that freshman year? Was it the buzzer beater or was it, you guys had a really good team probably. Mm-hmm. One of Coach Sully's better teams. Hopefully we kind of replicate that this year, but um, walk me through your favorite memory, whether it was just learning a lesson from somebody or in-game memory. Walk me through your favorite memory that year.
1: Um, Favorite memory from my freshman year. It was probably, selfishly, it was the week span of when I had back-to-back 22-point games. Um, And it was like my second and third game starting. Um, It was just... It was a lot of fun. You know, you always have fun playing well. Mm-hmm. So selfishly, that was a good one. But honestly, just like the relationships i built my freshman year, like we were we were like brothers in, at that point, um, in the locker room always messing with each other. Also, like my first year at college for basketball, you really don't get a Christmas break. No, zero we had like eight days for Christmas break which isn't fun but at the same time it was a blast because we're the only people here so we were just chilling all day Yep. like we would go to practice lift you got the rest of the day and you're just chilling hanging with your boys um so I'd say I'd say that was probably the best memory for my freshman year just being able to hang out with everybody and get a, a really good um connection and relationship everybody. that everybody
0: That's something that I think as athletes we kind of overlook sometimes. It's really about the relationships you make. Mm-hmm. It's about the, the best times you have is sitting at the, the calf when there's nobody at school besides you guys. Absolutely. Eating terrible food, just Absolutely. joking. And just like today we were in the locker room reminiscing about stories of last year and things we went through last year. It's all great stories. We didn't have a great year but it's all fun things. We could sit yeah. here and laugh for 35-40 minutes about just the kind of things we went through as a team last year. But it would be wrong for me not to ask. You have to walk me through the buzzer beater against Wingate. So you've had last year, we've had twenty two on Wingate. So you've had twenty two on Wingate. What two three times? So
1: I've had. I, you beat
0: Wingate by yourself twice.
1: That's not crazy. I've not beat Wingate by myself twice. <laughs> beat
0: Wingate by yourself twice. He Coop beat Wingate last year. He went to three overtimes. Coop literally beat them by himself every time we needed the big shot. Coop hit it. Coop looked like seriously like a big guard out there. Like pump fake, sidestep. Um, like one of our coaches. Coop hits a big three. One of our coaches literally thought we won the game. It was in double overtime. We went to three of them. Um, Co- Coach McGillan thought we won the game. He walked into the store, court, store's table whole time. We haven't even won the game yet. That, that forced another overtime. Um, so just walk me through either that game or the game your freshman year um, and kind of the moment you have hitting that buzzer beater because I think that's really cool.
1: So – my freshman year wasn't the year I hit the buzzer beat. It was your sophomore year. It was my sophomore oh, year. See, that's bad. So, I, I apologize. No, that's bad there. research. So, on my my part. freshman year, I had 22 and 10 on Wingate. My sophomore year um, was COVID. So there was nobody in the gym. This this is the part I hated about Who was it. it against? It was Wingate. You
0: beat Wingate three times by yourself. That's we, insane. We, we were playing Wingate. They man. hate you.
1: Yeah, they're not a fan of me. <laughs> um, we were playing Wingate sophomore year during COVID there's like eight people in the gym and it's all like ADs yeah bleachers bleachers are up too they don't have the bleachers out nobody um and so the story that a lot of people don't know like for an eight minute period of the game Mm -hmm. I didn't touch the floor I was sitting on the bench Mm -hmm. like so you
0: Coach Sully subbed you in
1: Coach Sully subbed me in classic Coach Sully with like six seconds left okay because he was like if he misses, I want you to get the rebound and throw it because I used to play baseball.
0: Also, if they miss the free throw, you get the rebound. Yeah, so I was gonna,
1: throw. I was gonna be the one to get the rebound, and throw it down, see if we can get a good look or whatever. Um, he makes the free throw. I take the ball out. Um, I hit DK Simmons, who was one. He's one of the best players I ever played with.
0: I mean, great guard. One of the best players that's ever
1: been to LR. Literally, he shot like sixty percent from three his sophomore year, something, something crazy like that. Um, so I kick it up to DK. Um, he takes one from from the LR logo at the side in front of the in front of the bench where we're at right now. Um, and from my angle, I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah, I've heard you say that before. Yeah, I was like, it's there's no way this doesn't go in. But I'm like, naturally just running. Like I'm not thinking. Like, Getting ready to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking like I'm gonna go get a rebound because I'm like, it's it's in. And it ends up just hitting the back of the rim and. I was really in like the perfect position, right place, right time, and it ba- like bounces right to me. And I don't know why, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna jump for the rebound, and right <laughs> when I catch it, I'm gonna shoot it. I don't know why I thought that, but I caught it in the air, same time shot it, and it went in, and we beat Winged by one or two or I don't or what it was. I think it was one. Um, and yeah. then last year, the triple overtime game was just. What's
0: it triple overtime? Was it double? Was it triple? I think it was triple. Triple is insane. Well, we started the game at what we played 7 o'clock. The yeah. game did not end until nine fifteen. We was in at locker room until ten. At like, least. I would still say that's probably one of the craziest games. That is the craziest game I ever played in. It's crazy. My first year that we, like we that was, had three dudes that scored over twenty yeah, points. Like, it was, it was an insane yeah, game. It was
1: the best. It was the best offensive game I've ever seen in my life. Zero defensive play. No, it, the final score was one hundred eight to one hundred five. Zero defense play. And it was like. Big shot after big shot, and I think
0: the crowd was was very loud too. Yeah, they were very. They're yeah. always Wingate has great crowds, and they were really loud.
1: Yeah, I mean TJ had like what twenty nine, sure. and then the leading scorer had almost thirty. So yeah,
0: twice. He was thirty twice. So allowed thirty twice. Allowed <laughs> thirty. I threw him literally. I thought they were going to come back and win. That that was a big win for it. us. That was a great win. That I was, gave him
1: a layup. I gave him a wide open layup because I was like, I'm not going to foul this dude, and then they. Hit another shot the fourth double half
0: court three. Um, other than that, do you have any really like favorite memories while you've been here at LR like other big games or somebody that was on your team had a big game?
1: Um, so last year's or yeah, last year's senior night when we played LMU, mm-hmm. um, and they were ranked seventh in the country, that was a pretty that was pretty cool. Um, my freshman year. We beat Queens when they were 15 in the country. Mm-hmm. At our place, we beat them by, like, two. Um, my favorite upset, I'm a big upset guy. Like, even when it comes to watching college basketball, I love watching, like, teams that I think are, like, really under the radar that can really get after it. Um, so I would say my favorite upset was, again, my sophomore year. Nobody there because of COVID. We beat LMU and they were number two, and they we snapped their 38 game winning streak. Oh my goodness, I did not know that. Yeah, but it was nobody here. The best part about that? Next day in the calf, they made us steaks. <laughs> That's it's great fire. feel.
0: That is great feel. So, if you come to the if you come to Shuford on a Saturday and you're tired of the the second's a very tough conference. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. You come to Schuford on a Saturday, you might get upset, especially on oh, Senior yeah. Night. Senior night was a great ride last year. It yeah. was cool seeing everybody's family there. We had a lot of seniors. Um, I was blessed to be able to see that happen. Kind of transitioning a little bit here. Um, life after basketball. I kind of know some of your goals and plans, but put me in your mindset. Walk me through what you want to do, how you want to affect people's lives, whether you want to coach, go into other things. Just walk me through what you kind of want to do.
1: Um. So um, I'm kind of between right now whether if, I want to go overseas and try to play mm-hmm. um, or if I want to try to get a GA job and coach a little bit um, just to kind of check that box off because those are two of my biggest dreams of being able to coach college basketball or play professionally um, but farther down the road um, I'm actually getting my masters to be a counselor and um, that's one thing that's like huge to me is being able to kind of help people that are willing to, um, ask for it and be be need it. Yeah. Um, just cause like we've talked about, um, my past experiences, I really want to be able to, um, help people that have went through really tough times just cause I feel like I have a, I have the ability to kind of resonate with them and uh, get on the level of vulnerability with them and uh, yeah, I mean I just no matter what I do with my life, if I do counseling whether I coach, whether I work at Walmart, whatever Mm -hmm. whatever I do, um, the one big thing to me is being able to impact somebody's life. Mm -hmm. Whether it's one person, a hundred people a thousand people, I just want to be able to Um, it impacts somebody in a positive way and they can take something that I give them and use it for the rest of their lives in a positive way. Personally,
0: I've thought about this actually Um, when I asked you the other day to do the podcast with me. um, I think it's cool that coaching, counseling, you kind of think about both those because obviously they're two very different professions, but at the same time, you're kind of doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. helping people through their daily lives, how can I make you better? Um, and coaching, you're kind of helping yourself by helping other people. But a lot of coaches, high school, college, pro, especially high school and college, they think about other people 24 7. Mm-hmm. Like they think about how I can help the guys on my team, um, even mentally. You know, I think Coach Sully does a great job. Coach McGillan does a great job. And Coach Irvin, in the short time that he's been here in the short time I've known him, does a really great job in terms of, hey, man. If you got something going on outside of basketball, let us know. And I think you're a big proprietor of that in the locker room. Hey guys, you got to let us know because if you're going through something, we all want to help you. Yeah. We don't want to see you going through it and be like, man. Hey, you got to wake up. Like we want to be there for you, walk you through that. Um, and I think you're a big proprietor of that in the locker room. I'm very thankful for you in terms of that. I think you've helped a lot of guys, especially last year. I can already see it this year, um, and just. Getting close to those guys. I think everybody looks at you as a big brother. I do especially. Um, and I think that's the reason we're going to be a great team this year. To have somebody like you in the locker room is going to be really, really positive. And I think that's why you'll be a great coach. I
1: appreciate um,
0: that. No, anytime. Kind of transition a little bit. Um, talking about coaching. What has Coach Sully done for you while, while you've been here at LR? Um, whether on the basketball court or outside of life. I know he's been there for you during some really tough times. Mm-hmm. So just... Kind of walk me through how much he's done for you.
1: Um, Coach Sully is one of the, one of the people while I'm at school, I know if I have anything going on in my life, that's the one person, one of a few people I could go to, Um, whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever. If I have something going on, I know Mm -hmm. I can go to him and, um, he might not have a big like solution to it, but he's going to try to figure out a way. He's going to be there for you. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a guy that's, um, very much in your circle, no matter what's going on, no matter if you've done something stupid that you shouldn't have done, Mm -hmm. or if you just got something going on, he's going to. He's going to be a guy that's in your circle no matter what.
0: I can attest to that as well. Even in terms of throw basketball out the window, throw how he played at Louisville, He, I say it to everybody that asks me about Coach Sully. And I think every player that has played for him last year, years prior, can attest to that. Um, he is one of the best people in basketball I've ever met. Most most people that have his level of knowledge, have played at the level he's at, they're out for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's That's totally... Um, opposite of what he is, I think at times um, he looks out for pe- what people, players, people around campus way more than he looks out for himself, and that's mm-hmm. just something that when you have selfless people leading you, you want to play harder for them. I think that's why I um, always say, "Dude, I've run through a wall for that dude because he's selfless." Mm-hmm. Um, what What is kind of the biggest advice he's given you, or? not biggest advice um anything you've taken away from him in ter- while he's been coaching you here at LR
1: um I think there's a few things but the one thing I would say is that you know this is this is a home away from home mm-hmm. for a lot of guys I've played with a lot of guys from all over the country my one of my best friends Marcus Owens from Uruguay shout out Mo man that's my shout dog Mo um but the one thing he does a very good job at is letting you know that he's responsible for you while you're mm-hmm. here and he he feels like in a way where like his sons he does a very good job i think of making it a making it like a feel like a home mm-hmm. i agree and not like you're a school in a dorm just playing basketball of course, he's your head coach. You're going to feel like you're playing basketball. But he does a good job at like, really getting to know guys um, and just making sure they know that he's there for them. So I think that's the biggest thing is just learning learning how to have a group of guys around you feel like they're at home. Because no matter what you're doing in life, even if it's a job, like people people go all the way across the country for a job. If you're going all the way across the country for a job, you're going to want to work for somebody that makes you feel welcome. I agree. I think Sully does a really good job of that. And I think he, he tries very hard to do that. And uh, I mean, I think for Mo especially, I don't think... His experience here would be anywhere close to what it is without this. Oh yeah, without the a doubt. Of the team and without a doubt. And
0: without a doubt. He does a great job of. He has a great on and off switch in terms of listen when nine to five, whatever you need, come to me. We'll talk. We'll chop it up. We'll talk about the game last night. We'll talk about what you're going to do this weekend if you need help with your girlfriend he'll chat with your girl 5 to 7 I'm going to coach you and yeah. I'm going to coach you hard
1: yeah
0: Um, like
1: he, if he does, you don't like it then get it hard yeah
0: if you don't enjoy it <laughs> peace but I can attest that I want to play hard for a man like that I've had 8 coaches in my time of playing basketball everybody leads differently he's the best leader in terms of I'm going to treat you like you're my son when I'm on the court I'm going to coach you like you're my son yeah like you got, in a good way, I and mean, some dads coach your son, like, he's LeBron James, but he's going to be on you. He wants the best for you. And I think that that's the reason we're going to have success this year. I think that's the reason why he was successful in the past. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: Lenore Ryan is a great job. It's not an easy job to get either. I think mm-hmm. that's why. It's a reason that he's it's here. Not,
1: this is This is a very tough league. This is, in my opinion, one of the toughest Division II leagues that you can, mm-hmm. that you can get, whether it be LMU – Catawba, uh, I mean, Carson Newman's good, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, wherever you go in the league, you can get beat. And yes, I think that's what, that's what makes this this conference really tough, is you can be number five in the country, but you can also go down to the last team in the league, and you can get beat pretty easily, um, and it's been like that ever since I've been here, so no, this... This is not an easy job to
0: have. Now, that's a lot of pressure.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, a lot of pressure. For sure.
0: Transition a little bit. Give me the best story off the court here at Little Ryan. PG, obviously. PG. I know. <laughs> best uh, Coop is story. old enough to drink, but uh, we're not going to talk about his best drunk story while on the podcast. Um, uh, give me your best story, whether it be, we talked about Mo, uh, one of your other teammates, um, whether it be when we went on a retreat. I know you had a good time yeah, at the retreat. A good time. Um, walk me through one of those.
1: There's a, there's a lot. I could, I could sit here for hours and just tell stories about um, when I've been here. Man, I'd say, so Mo, Mo's like my best friend, that's my dude. Um, so I'll tell a Mo story real quick. So, probably the first couple weeks of practice, my freshman year.
0: Freshman year, first
1: class. <laughs> we're, still, no. we're still trying to get to know everybody. Um,
0: Who was in your freshman class?
1: So my freshman class was me, Mo, Dame. Dame, okay. Uh, e, mm-hmm. Metcalf.
0: You had a bigger freshman class. Five yeah, guys,
1: Nas, six guys. No, we had like eight. Eight. Nas. Zim
0: eight guys in the freshman class that's a lot yeah and, then my, and were you guys, guys all in the same
1: hallway yeah we were all on the other side of Morgan that's dope like, so, so you we're guys on, were, were all on really third close short right now we were on third long my freshman year okay that's dope um, I think we had eight total if I'm not mistaken and then Mike Walden who um, was my roommate for about a month <laughs>
0: "Coop had his own room yeah
1: I did. I've had my own room that, this is a good story too I've had my own room Every single year since I've been here. Like, COVID year, I've roomed with Mo, um, but then we kind of got split up because yeah. of COVID. My junior year, I had a, my own room because I was supposed to room with Sal, and the rooming got messed up, so we were in the big unit at Price, oh, which is like it's like a village like house almost. Um,
0: your own room will increase your performance on the basketball court. <laughs> Seriously, somebody needs to do a study. Dude. I played 15%, 20% better when I got my own room. I can attest.
1: Yeah. So we had like, I think that house room, like 14 or 12 people. Oh, it's dope. And we had like six basketball dudes in there. So pretty much everybody had their own room. Um, And then last year I was in LLC in a single. And then this year we got hooked up back in Morgan.
0: Yeah, living with your teammates is a blessing, man. Obviously you guys, you see each other all the time every day, but being able to communicate with them, at night talk about stuff do stuff like this that we wouldn't be able to do if we were staying across campus it would be a hassle to do um, hang out chill talk about anything besides basketball is, yeah. is a blessing but let me hear the most story so, run me the most story so I, I mean I'm excited
1: story, the most story is so we're you got to think this is like week two of practice where we're at right now it, yeah, literally
0: August 31st of pretty 2018
1: so, so we're still trying to like learn everybody we're still trying to get to know everybody um, obviously most from South America so English isn't his first language was
0: he was he not fluent when he first got here
1: he was okay he, he was fluent in English well pretty fluent he still had um, and it's hard it,
0: basketball is a is its own language in itself I've played yeah. with dudes from overseas and it's learning even if, if even if you're fluent in the language so you know that's his second language mm-hmm. it's still hard to understand stuff it's yeah. you still have a language barrier so it, you have to think you know 20 times more than the average yeah. dude that spoke English his whole life.
1: Yeah and I mean Mo for years while he was here he'd be we'd talk and he'd uh he'd think of a word and he'd be like what's the word I'm trying to get out <laughs> and I'm like you're trying to think of this and he's like oh yeah yeah um, which I mean it's hard when you when you're trying to think of a word in Spanish Yes. But you're trying to get it out of English. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a hard thing
0: to You're do. thinking twice as much as yeah. we have to. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, so, we're, we're in practice, second week. I don't remember what we're doing, but Mo, I think, was running to the corner to catch a ball, and right as he caught it, he rolls his ankle, <laughs> still not knowing the dude, like, completely yet, because this was before we were, like, really, really close. Yeah, I got, like, best friends now. Um. He rolls his ankle, throws the ball at the wall, <laughs> and starts cussing in Spanish. <laughs> and we're looking at the dude like, "Yo, I what know Coach good? Sully was looking out? around
0: crazy." <laughs> we were
1: like, "Bro, what are you, are you good right now? Like, what's going on?" And he's going crazy, talk like talking all types of <laughs> stuff in Spanish. We're like, "Bro, what?" Um, so I was going. We got a lot of good ones about Coach Sully. I just don't know which ones I need to tell and don't tell. Um, <laughs>
0: I don't think Coach Sully has tuned into a podcast episode yet.
1: Yeah, I don't think he has.
0: No, I don't, I, I know for a fact he hasn't. You like, damn! I didn't know you had a podcast.
1: Oh uh, like, yeah, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> Sully's funny, dude. My, also, my freshman year, we had a dude named KD, and uh, we were about to run because one of the teams lost, and he was trying to figure out who lost and who won. So it mm-hmm. was.
0: Like we competing like, in practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay.
1: And uh, he was like, you know what? Forget it. Both, both teams on the line.
0: Uh, that sounds like some silly stuff. Teams both are teams arguing. Guys are arguing about who's supposed to run. Nope. Yeah. Man, both of y'all get on the line. Yeah,
1: and we, were about, we had to like run something crazy. Like The loser had to run like Champion six. Champion run. It was like six down and backs, eight oh. down and backs, something like that. Oh. And we're like, yo. Because I was on the winning team. I ain't going to lie. I, I was like. I was looking around like what you talking about when you're 610 run
0: running six suicides is or crazy. six down and backs is insane I can I can so, tell y'all by So looking I'm looking
1: around like yo what while we got to run we just won my teammate KD was also thinking that but he let it he let it slip mm-hmm. like yo what he, so he said yo that's crazy so <laughs> Sully, Sully turns around so quick Sully looks he's looking at said, who said crazy <laughs> Who said that's crazy? <laughs> and we're all looking at KD, because we, the whole team knows KD said it. Yeah. So we're all looking at KD, and yeah. KD's looking at everybody else down the line, like, did y'all say it? <laughs> so eventually he raised his hand, he's like, yeah, I said it. He's like, all right, your team got an extra four.
0: Oh my goodness. So we're like, bro. Oh yeah, I'd have been upset.
1: But for years we, we joked in the locker room. Who no, said crazy? But who said crazy? <laughs> 'Cause that, it was the funniest thing. But.
0: My f- my favorite coach I have a lot of coaches. other stories, but the funniest one to me is last year we was doing conditioning. We get outside, we're we're about to run. it's it's six five forty five in the morning, you gotta be on the we're running on the football field. You have to yeah. be on the line at six. Yeah. He says, Hey man, fellas, it's one of the last days. Y'all just run the football field down and back till I say stop. So I'm like, cool, you know, this would be a light day. huh. Um So while we're running I'm like, what is Coach Sully doing walking around the f- – he's walking around the whole time. So, every time he would be back, you know, he'd walk around the, the whole end, the whole field. Every time he'd be back to the end zone we start at. I'm like, oh, we got to be done. I must have said, oh, we're about to be done ten times. So, we, we finally get done. Uh, LJ, Will, I ran with those two that day, two guys that played here last year. I said, LJ, how far do you think we ran today? He said, I don't know, man. I, I counted about 34. I said, you counted 34, what? said, yeah man, I counted 34 down and backs on the football field. I said, Oh, there's no way. We didn't run thirty-four. I look up, you know, how long is thirty-four football fields. Thirty-four football fields. And y'all can look it up. This is not me being this is not me exaggerating. Three point three miles.
1: I'm not surprised, bro.
0: We ran a smooth three point three miles.
1: Bro. <laughs> I was running. And I was like, yo, how long have we been running?
0: <laughs> we used to run. This year, the, the schedule has changed. We used to run in the morning. We'd get there when it's dark, and we'd run till the sun comes up.
1: We were running on the football field just down the back for like 45 <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, yo, when are we going to be done with this? 45
0: minutes. Oh, Coach Sully's, uh, what was it? We did pres- presentations last year to introduce ourselves to the team. I wish I had Coach Sully's presentation. It was fire.
1: That was that was a fun time, too. That was a great time. When we did the presentations. In, in, we did a uh, great time. Boone, that was a really good time. That was
0: a good experience as a whole. Oh, hi- yeah. Taking guys, like some guys have never hiked before. We went on, what's that bridge called? It was, uh, Ooh. I don't remember. I don't know, more of the story. It was the bridge was on a mountain, and the mountain was high. We was way up in the air, um, and some guys have never really been hiking before. It was kind of like a short hike up to it. It was pretty cool. It was really cool to... Um, I think that's he does also a great job. Our whole program, um, people in the basketball offices, stuff like that. They do a great job of giving us opportunities to learn more about each other. That, yeah. That's an expensive trip, you know. You go up there yeah. for two and a half days, and it was on a break where they didn't have to do that for us. Um, go up there for two and a half days, walk around, get to see Boone. It, it was really really cool. Yeah.
1: Um, my my favorite my favorite experience from that trip was. Uh, so Mo drinks mate, which is like a tea. From, like a
0: herbal tea yeah, or something. I don't know. Something even,
1: crazy. Yeah. Um, but me and him woke up at like 5.30 one morning.
0: It was freezing cold, too, it was guys. freezing. I was on the couch, was, like a wall beside them.
1: I was not expecting it to be that cold, so I'm out there in like shorts and a t-shirt.
0: Coop is shorts and a t-shirt 24-7. Coop is... Biz- I've seen Coop in business attire three times. Now when it's time to put the business attire on, Coop, Coop's got it. But But... Coop is shorts, t shirt, and Birkenstocks. Twenty five eight. That's the fit. That's the Mo fit. Twenty five eight. The
1: Mo fit. Shout out Mo. But, um. But yeah, we were drinking mate at like 30 in the morning, just vibing. Look, like in the mountains, just chatting for like an hour.
0: Exactly. Hour. To reiterate what I said earlier, that's what being a college athlete is about. Yeah. Those yeah, memories. Absolutely. You can talk about that when you're sixty. Nobody's gonna remember. We might remember beating Louisville, but nobody's really going to care about you know beating LMU. No, yeah. no, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's what...
1: Nobody's going to remember the Newberry game. Exactly. Game we had junior year, and
0: it was... Like, <laughs> we like, lost on a buzzer we, beater yeah, like, to nobody, the dude that did a turnaround bank shot. Nah, that was crazy, too. No, that was crazy, man.
1: too. Now, I got another, another, another uh, Sully story. Hit me, hit me. So we lost to Newberry on a buzzer beater. Sully comes back in the locker room oh. going crazy. And I don't remember what Ham did. Ham did something. It's
0: not through the ball. To, directly to the other team, classic Hamilton stuff. Most people listening to my podcast know how I play basketball. Most of the time without thinking. I try to throw it out the pass. Buddy just caught it with two hands, and they went down and dunked it. After that, they went down and dunked it again.
1: So we get back in the locker room, and Sully's like, He's, he's starting off calm. He's starting off calm. And then you can see he looks at Ham, and then he starts to, like, really get irritated. So he starts getting fired up. So he looks at Ham, and he goes, you got to learn. And he starts hitting himself on the legs. Like, you got to learn. You got to learn, bro, that.
0: See, I sincerely apologize to all the stress that I put the coaching staff through last year. How many hours of sleep did I cause y'all? I apologize to every one of them. Oh, Every one of them. Fun. But the next day, he was like, hey, man. Keep pushing. You got this. I remember one time I was playing so bad, I came in the office. Coach Sully's like, "Ham," hey, you know. He does a great job of asking you your opinion about the team. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do we need to do to score more points? Coach, I just got to play better. Oh, that's, that's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, Coach, I'm sorry. I just haven't, haven't figured it out yet, man. Yeah. Um, But what is – I don't know how to say it. Um, What's your dream – whether it be, we'll just go into this round. What's your dream coaching job if you could coach anywhere?
1: Dream coaching job if I could coach Head coach, anywhere.
0: assistant, GA.
1: Um, so, growing up and still, I'm a huge Clemson athletics fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up 45 minutes from Clemson.
0: Clemson was trying to get Coop to come play football there, and he said no. He said I'm they a basketball were. player.
1: They were. In high school, like my junior year, they had a strength and conditioning coach come in watching their football team lift, and they asked their football coach. Would you uh, put
0: up weight like that?
1: I mean, for a six, at that time, 6'10", six, 6'9", six, dude, I mean.
0: What position could, What position they want you to play? Tight end?
1: Can no, you catch? I want you to play, like, offensive tackle. Like, left tackle, right tackle, whatever. Um... But Dude. he he asked the football coach like yo, what's his name? He was like, nah, he don't play football. <laughs> <laughs> he plays, he plays did he come up and talk
0: football. to you at all or no?
1: Nah, he just he just talked to the football coach and the football coach hit me up and was like, yo, I think you should try out football because like the Clemson uh, strength and conditioning coach just kind of like hit me up about you. You just said no. Yeah, it's not for me. I was like, it's not worth it to my knees because I already have bad knees. Okay, I,
0: that's what. And did you play baseball or? Yeah, track? I
1: played baseball. Um, dude, how did they pitch to you? I had big strikes <laughs> strike. strike How'd you zone. hit the ball? Nah, I was I was pretty good at baseball. Okay. If I if I would have kept playing baseball, I probably could have played in college.
0: You're an athlete, bro. You're a great golfer. Just baseball
1: player? I'm left handed, six eleven, and I used to pitch.
0: Oh, you used to pitch? Yeah. Oh, you're probably valid.
1: Yeah. So like
0: what is that? The the uh, like the angle of your release, your yeah. release point? Impossible to time. Yeah, like it's coming at you. Six, five in the air. Yeah. How so do you time that? the
1: last year I played baseball was my freshman year of high school, and then I was like, "All right, I'm six eleven. I need to like focus on mm-hmm. basketball because mm-hmm. like that's where I probably have the best chance." But like my freshman year of high school, I was throwing like eighty three, eighty four. Um. So if I stuck with it, I think I could. Eighty three, eighty
0: four. Yeah. Oh, it's up there. So. Um, could be in the right now.
1: I don't know. I don't know about that. My dad played in college, played baseball in college, so...
0: Coop's dad is also a very large dude. I was like, like it's gotta be Coop's dad when I see him. <laughs> it's gotta be Coop's dad. dad
1: you're like, yeah, you know that's my dad. Yeah,
0: um, so yeah. Alright, last question. I'm gonna hit you with it. What is your perfect ending... In relativeness, that's not a word, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it anyway. No,
1: that's great. In
0: relativity to our team, what's your um, personal goals and team goals for the end of this year?
1: Um, personal goals, I'll start with those because those are more selfish than anything. Mm-hmm. I like to get those out of the way. Mm-hmm. So, me personally, I don't care about selfish goals, mm-hmm. but... Um, I would be lying if mm-hmm. I said that I didn't have selfish goals. Um,
0: Keeping it hunting on the podcast here. That's what we do.
1: My my personal goals would be put me in an opportunity to be on a all-conference team. Okay. Whether it be honorable mention, second team,
0: whatever. All, uh, academic All-American would be dope.
1: Whatever whatever yeah. it is, um, be able to be a, on an all-conference team or All-American team. Would be
0: and I don't know second. if people listening to this understand, but... If you do not win games, you're not going to be all-conference. Yeah. If you're not – it doesn't matter if you're average. You could average 22, 24, 25. If your team is not top at least two, three, four, you're not going to be first-team all-conference no matter what.
1: Yeah. I mean, LMU had like, I want to say five dudes on the first and second team. Exactly. They win every – yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you've got to able, you gotta be able to win to have those personal goals be achieved. But personally, I would like to put myself in a position – that I could get on all conference team. Um now that you say if I have a good year I could be top ten in double doubles, I think that would be dope. That would
0: be co- really cool. Record book coup would be awesome.
1: That'd be that'd be pretty dope.
0: Are you gonna walk again on senior night this year? No, I'm not
1: gonna walk.
0: Please again. dude. I might shed a tear, bro. I might
1: <laughs> I might walk. I might tell Sully I'll walk but you don't gotta give me a picture again. But I just wanna walk just for the just for the one time. Are you who's you senior night might be winged, no cap.
0: You Nas. Tim? No?
1: Not Tim's a senior.
0: You, not and Tim walking. That's going to be a sad... No. Nope. That's going to be a sad day, man. That's an end to an era. Like there. That's an end to an era. Yeah. That's going to be, be pretty cool if we had senior
1: night.
0: You guys are going to be the last guys. besides Percy, obviously. You guys are the last guys that I... My freshman year. That's how quick RT... That's crazy. Yeah. You? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah.
1: Per-
0: will Percy walk this year? Yeah, he probably will.
1: Yeah, it just depends because I think you have the opportunity because a lot of the you guys get to are, choose if you want yeah, to walk or, want or not this year next okay. year but I mean Mo is for sure doing this year Nas is for sure doing this year sad man so
0: it's crazy one last yeah. go around hit me with the team goals I think we're on the same page here but
1: team goals obviously we gotta win it show. Mm-hmm. I mean I had a I talked to y'all already this year I had that conversation early and like this is also a selfish goal of mine. I don't have a ring in, any, in anything, whether it be high school, college, mm-hmm. baseball, basketball, football, lacrosse, soccer, golf, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, selfishly, I want a ring. Yep. So, team goal is to be able to win a championship. I think another team goal is, um, I think it would be really cool if we were able to have like the best season in LR history. What is the, mm-hmm. and what the last of,
0: time we won a conference championship was, I try to, I really could look it up. It what, was 2008,
1: uh, seven. Yeah, 2007, seven. so it's uh, 16 years. A
0: Long time, 13, 16, yeah, 16.
1: Years. Um, but I think if we could have like the best season in LR history, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be dope. Um,
0: Especially with, with Queens gone. In yeah. our conference, we have a chance to do winning regular season, winning tournament would be dope to me. My goal has always been win an NCAA tournament game. Yeah, winning NCAA tournament cool. game is would be so cool. I was to about make. to say
1: getting to so the year before I got there, they made the Sweet Sixteen.
0: Really? Yeah. That was uh when uh Will
1: yeah, that was but, Will senior year. Nah, that was after Will. That was uh. That was like Jabril and That C. was Sully, Sully's first year. Yeah.
0: Okay, he's telling me about that team. Yeah,
1: they were nice.
0: Who did they think? Nice. Sweet 16 is they really lost, good. Uh,
1: they, they lost to USC Aiken. Okay. Who was 30.
0: They've always been good. Yeah. 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 They're still um, good now.
1: Yeah, but I think to get to the get to the Sweet 16 would be pretty cool. Either that or the Elite Eight. Because one of my biggest dreams, just watching basketball growing up, is playing at like a designated site yes. for an event yes. I think it would be super cool to be able to travel to the Elite Eight yes so I think that would be like the, the pinnacle the pinnacle of a goal would be being able to travel to the Elite Eight Final Four whatever it is um, and play a game there
0: and this might sound crazy to say but it might be harder at D2 to make a run in the NCAA tournament than, than it is in D1 Team wise, because the t- it's so top heavy, like, yeah. and our region is really really good. Yeah. So they don't do regions in D two the same they do in D one. In D one, whatever region you're from, like, I'm a UVA fan. I'm using UVA. You're a Clemson fan. Mm-hmm. Clemson might be in Oregon playing in in the first first game, yeah. but in D two you're gonna play in your region. So we have LMU in our region. We have UNC Pembroke in our region. They're always top ten teams. Yeah. Belmont Abbey's in our region. Always USC Aiken's in our region. So if you win That's our so-
1: region. Augusta's in our region. Augusta's in our region. Catawba's year. in our
0: region. I mean, yeah. they're in our conference. Yeah. If you win your region, just like LMU did last year, LMU made it to the Elite Eight. If you win your region, you're setting yourself up in the Elite Eight to play a team that is most of the time worse than teams you already beat.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, LMU lost to the national champions, but if we could somehow make it to that, it would be really, really cool. Yeah. I agree. And I think it would set all of us up that are going to be here in the future for just really, really good years. Yeah. If we have a great year this year, it'll just propel us in the next yeah. three years.
1: I would I would love it to, like, my final, like, hoorah or whatever you want to call it be like a stepping stone for this program. That'd be really cool. I would, That's I would selfless
0: that you would that. say that. Yeah. That's fire. All right, wrapping it up, as you guys can see, Coop's very wise for his age. He's going to be really, really successful in whatever he does in life. Also, want to say thank you for coming on the pod. Um, Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, long anytime, time coming. I mean,
0: long time coming. We've been talking about this for about a year. Um, but we had a great practice today. I was like, dude, Coop encouraged us to get it done tonight. But, man, thank you again. Um, I wouldn't be – Coop encouraged me a lot last year. I, I didn't have a great year in my eyes. But we had some great games together. And, you know, Wingate and me, we both played really, really good. Louisville, we both played really well. So, um, be on the lookout for Coop this year. Going to finish all-time – top 10 if he has a great year top five in double doubles here at lr sweet, dude. <laughs> dude that's
1: and, like my that's like my one goal now that you said that that's like my one goal i'm telling
0: you bro you get, you're not far off at all like you have a chance you have a chance um also cool probably going to be uh conference player of the year when we were in the conference this year so be <laughs> on the lookout if any pro agents are listening and will if you're listening to this um, sign my boy Coop. Hit yeah, my boy up. Coop. All right, guys, thank you for coming to episode three of the pod. Um, I'm going to tag Coop's social medias and all the things if you guys want to ask him a question, especially young guys. Coop's been here for a long time. He knows a lot more about the game than I do, knows a lot more about Lenore Ryan than I do. Um, Just a lot more wild than I am. That's why I try to be around you as much as I can, man. But <laughs> overall, thank you, man. Thank you for another time on the pod. Yeah, man, we out. Yes, sir, anytime.